one word from the Lord is all it takes to change any life. Lord, speak to me from your word tonight. Let tonight be a life-changing encounter in you. Open your mouth and ask Jesus. One word from you that will change my life, I must receive tonight. Somebody open your mouth and begin to ask the Lord in prayer. Lord, speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight from the throne of grace. Let me receive the life-changing word in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we take our seat, I'm going to do a couple of things tonight. Can somebody shout, Amen? Amen. Can we do it again? Amen. In the course of this ministrations, some declaration prophetically might be coming. Don't say yes, say Amen. amen. Is somebody hearing me? Amen. We have had many testimonies through the spoken word. When the Lord speaks, when you say amen, you subscribe to it. When God speaks, he's looking for subscribers. Now we have to speak the language of the kingdom. Yes, it's wonderful, but amen is the language of the Bible. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Let me start by saying in the precious name of Jesus, in the precious name of Jesus, it's a dawn of a new day in your life. In the precious name of Jesus, as after this conference, doors will be opening to you on their own accord. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's take our seats. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for meeting Dr. Cor eventually. I don't fall in love with people easily, not as quickly as I did this morning. I want to thank God for the life of this man and Pastor D. That is the truth. It was a few minutes up here I told Pastor Marion, I said, I'm going to get this man to California. Will he come? <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. Nice meeting you, sir. May the Lord bless you richly. And also, of course, I have to thank God for Pastor Marion and Pastor Stephanie for this great work. In here. Can we put our hands together for the... Truth is this. Uh, the Bible says, high on, sharpen it, high on. This relationship is of great impact. When we come here, we are refreshed. We go back home with more energy. That is what it is. So I'm actually more blessed coming here. So I want to thank God for your life, both of you for allowing us to be part of what the Lord is doing here. Glory be to God's name. This is the next chapter of this church. This is the next chapter in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. The next chapter, the Bible says, the path of the just is like a shining sun. 
it shines brighter and brighter and brighter until the perfect day. What that means is that every day from now will be a more blessed day in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. You will begin to see the kind of blessings that you have never imagined. So shall it be. So I want to thank God for their lives, for putting these meetings together. This is the truth. Let me show you something in scriptures in 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 1, very popular story, but the Lord wants me to show you something. Now there was a, a certain man of Ramathahim, Sovim, of the mountain of Ephraim. Now, verse 2. And he had two, he had two wives, Hannah and Penina. In verse 3, this man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Yearly. God has a yearly program. And that is what the Lord is beginning to do at Bethel Harvest Church with the Two Streams Conference. So I would like to say ahead of time in faith, begin to clear your schedules even for next year. Two stream conference is the kind of conference you take a break from work for. Are you following me tonight? You call off work if you have to call off. Apply for vacation if you have to for now uh, we apply for vacation, call off for different things. But nothing is worth taking time out more than God. Anything that takes your time more than time with the Lord is misplaced priorities. So you are smart for being here this weekend. You are even smarter to be here tomorrow and tomorrow night. So please, it's a yearly thing because the Lord... Uh, the Lord revealed to his servant and he shared with me. So it's an annual thing. The Bible says yearly. So every year they go back to the Lord and spend time to refire, to be blessed. That is going to be your testimony in Jesus' precious name. Tonight we are going to be going into the word of the Lord. The theme this year is faith and glory manifested. Hallelujah. I am going to be speaking on a simple message titled, What is Faith? What is Faith? The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first, and also for the Greek. For in it, in faith, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The believer shall live by faith. The Christian shall live by faith. You and I are ordained as God's children to live by faith. Like a fish out of the ocean is who we are as Christians when we are not living by faith. 
the just shall live by faith. Without the ocean, no fish survives. Without faith, our survival is in question. The just shall live by faith. God ordained for you and I as Christians to live by faith. So faith is not optional for a believer. So there is nothing like pastor has faith, I don't have faith. You have to figure out how to have faith. The just shall live by faith. Faith is the anchor of the Christian life. Faith is our lifeline. Without faith, we can't survive. The just shall live by faith. That's why we are called believers. We are called believers saying we believe what God says. We believe his words. Now the question tonight is this. Are we all living and walking by faith? You can be a Christian and not live by faith. And I'm going to show you a couple of things in scriptures. You can be a believer and don't live the lifestyle of faith. When Peter was arrested and the church gathered and were praying for him in the house of one of the believers. Is somebody hearing me tonight? They are praying by faith, isn't it? They were praying for his release and through divine intervention, the Lord sent his angels dismantled the prisons and set him free. And Peter went to the house where prayer were being offered for his release. And he knocked on the door. Let me say, one little girl went to the door and heard Peter's voice. Out of joy, she ran back. It is Peter. They said it's not him. They were praying for his release. Now the release knocked the door. They say it's not him. The girl insisted. I believe you know the story. The girl insisted. It is Peter. They say you are beside yourself. It cannot be him. Yet they were praying. Is somebody knowing what I'm saying tonight? They were praying for his release. The answers to the prayer came. They said, this is not him. It wasn't their prayer that saved Peter. Because prayer without faith lacks power. Because they never had faith. They were just praying. They were not expecting his release. So to be a Christian is one thing. To live the lifestyle of faith is totally different. They say it wasn't him. Prayer without faith, without expectation, is no faith. The girl insisted. They said, no, it's not him. You are beside yourself. Now, this takes me to the next statement. We are all believers, but we all may not be walking by faith. 
Yeah, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith, not by sight. What does that mean? We live by faith, we live by what the word of God says. We live by what the Bible says. We trump what we experience with what the Bible says. We believe what the Bible over what we feel. We walk not by sight means, not by feelings, not by anything in the realm of the, of the senses. Not what you touch, not what you feel, not what you hear, not, not nothing except what the word of God says. So faith is our lifeline. Let me separate something tonight that might lay some foundation that will help us forever. You know, a couple of days ago, I think a week or so, I just said, okay, I was preparing, writing some messages. Then I said, let's see what the world system called faith. The system of the world. Then I look on Google. Then I put, what is faith? Then he says, the condition. No, no, no. I, I, I've always known that many of us, what we carry is mental assent, not faith. I'm going back to my Google story. So what many believers call faith is mental assent. What does that mean? I agree with what the Bible says. That's not faith. That you agree with what the word of God says is not the faith. Are you hearing me tonight? Oh, God is God of all flesh. He can move mountain. Yes, that's a fact, but that's no faith. He can heal me. That's fine, but that's no faith. Mental assent. You only agree. That is not what moves God. What moves him is faith. Then I put on Google, I said, what is mental assent? That is what I found out. The condition referred to as mental assent happens when one tries to act as if they are in faith. When they are really still in hope. Google says this, the condition referred to as mental ascent happens when one tries to act as if they are in faith, when they are really still in hope. Hope comes, from, hope comes before faith. This is still from Google. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I picked that from Google. So he says mental assent is when people are acting as if they are in faith. But they are actually in hope. Are you following me tonight? Then I also found that he says assent means to agree with something, which is good. But for the word of God to work in your life, Simple mental ascent is not enough. We must take it further. So mental ascent is hope. But hope is not faith. 
you need hope to build faith. You can jump into faith without hope. But hope in, in itself does not deliver. We are looking at what is faith tonight. So hope is not faith. To be hopeful does not commit God. It's a good place to start, but that's not where to stop. It's only faith that moves God, not hope. Not mental assent. If it is not producing the result, it is not faith. Because faith never fails. For faith to fail, God will have to fail. Because faith is God's power. If it lacks results, it is not faith. So this weekend, we're going to have to figure it out. Am I in hope all these years? Am I actually in faith? Hope does not deliver. Faith does. God said, the just shall live by faith, not by hope. So most of the time, what we have is hope, not faith. Therefore, my prayer tonight is that you will grow in faith from faith to faith, from faith to faith, to breakthroughs and testimonies in Jesus' precious name. So what is faith? Number one, faith is a fundamental law of the spirit. Faith is a spiritual word. It's a fundamental law of the spirit. And I've said the just shall live by faith. He said it is by faith that we experience the righteousness of God. Also, mean by faith we experience the faithfulness of God. He said because it is revealed from faith to faith. So by faith we experience God's faithfulness. So without faith. There is no way to get into God's faithfulness. From scriptures or by revelation of scripture, we are redeemed to live by faith in God and in the finished work of Calvary. It is through faith we receive the blessing of redemption. Without faith, we are only practicing religion. Religion doesn't save anybody. So the faith is the life that we live, not the belief that we believe. Faith is a lifestyle. It is what we do. It is what we say. It is how we live. What is faith in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So, faith is not hope. It's the substance of what you hope for. Faith is a tangibility of the unseen hope. So, somehow, by revelation and understanding, you have to turn hope to a picture 
to something tangible you can hold on to. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence of the unseen. Before you call something evidence, you must be able to touch it and feel it. But I would say faith is the evidence of the things not seen. So you have to believe God's word to the point that the evidence shows in your lifestyle. You know, faith is the evidence of the things not seen. It's the substance of things hoped for. But what you hope for, you have to believe it to the point that it shows in your lifestyle. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Then I put it this way. Faith is your confidence in God's words, substantiated by your action. Faith is your confidence in God's word, substantiated by your action. So faith is not just what you believe. Faith is the action by what you believe. Because when I say faith is the substance, is the substance, is the tangibility. Hope is in the realm of the unseen. Hope is intangible. But faith is tangible. Because Bible says faith is the substance. When hope and expectation is they are substantiated, faith is born. So faith is acting by what you believe. The best way I can explain this for us tonight, because we have confidence of faith in some things in the natural. This is Pastor Marion, right? If somebody here tonight, you don't have a car, and Pastor call you on your way to church and said, Brother Peter, God asked me to bless you with a car. The car is ready here at church. After service, I'm blessing you with a car. Are you following me? Borapira is going to come to church like a car owner. Is that right? Borapira will not come with a bus passes. Borapira probably will come with some handbags to put in the trunk. If Brapira is somebody like me, who come with some car stickers, bumper stickers. Air fresheners. Why? Because of faith in Pastor Marion's integrity. How many of us know if Pastor promises you something like that, you are going to do something. You are going to act because you trust him. Now, if the Lord said to you this morning, I'm going to bless you with a car this evening, would you buy bumper stickers? Will you buy some hair fresheners for the car for today? 
Is somebody following me tonight? So faith is what you do with what you believe. So until you turn your belief to action, there is no faith. So you act on it. For example, I'm going to say this to you tonight. Those that tithe faithfully, they are only tithing because of faith. Those that are not faithful, they believe God can bless. They know God has the power to bless. But they don't have faith to turn it to action. So when people tell stories about tithing and not tithing, what is the, the problem is faith. Everybody wants to be blessed. So faithful giving, faithful tithing is a function of faith. Let me help you tonight. If you are here tonight, you know you are not a faithful tither. It's an evidence that you don't have faith. You have hope. That's why you remain a Christian. Faith will make you turn into action. I share with you in the morning how the Lord laid on my heart to sow some seed towards our project, and I did. Why? Faith. Everything you believe means nothing until they have become action. So it's faith that moves the Lord. So in case you are here tonight, I'm not here to make anybody feel bad. I'm here to help your faith. If you are not faithful in tithing, if your tithe of $1,000 equals $50, is a lack of faith. That's the truth. That is the truth. Pastor Shea, Dr. Coy shared some story in the morning. It's by faith. Nobody naturally wants to part, part with their money. <laughs> but when your faith is stronger than your will, you do whatever God says to do. So faith is doing what God says. I'm trying to look at what faith is tonight. Faith is not hope. Faith is what you do with what you believe from God's word. In Galatians chapter 3 from verse 23, the Bible says, before faith came, we were kept under God by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. In verse 25, but after faith has come, we are no longer under the tutor. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. We are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. We were baptized into Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. There is neither white nor black. You are all one in Christ Jesus. 
So faith is the security of our heritage in Christ. We have an enviable heritage in God, but can only be secured by faith. He said, we were baptized into Christ. So faith is our access to the Abrahamic covenant. We sing this song, Abraham blessings are mine. You are only going to assess it by faith. Singing it does not guarantee it. It's by faith. Without faith, you may lack the evidence of redemption. For whatsoever loved the, uh, uh, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. First John chapter five and verse four. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world: our faith. So you are an overcomer by faith. What is faith? Faith is the action that follows your belief in God. So until you act on what you believe, you don't have faith. That sounds judgmental, but that, I don't have a better way to co convey this message to you. So faith is what you do. Faith is what you do. If anything you call faith is still within you, it's no faith. If everything you call faith has not found a physical expression, it's no faith. If everything you call faith cannot be seen by an action, it's not faith. Faith is tangible. In James chapter 2 from verse 14, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? Now, in verse 17, it said, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So anything you and I call faith without action is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Now you have faith, where is the work? You are faith, where is the work? So, it's, <laughs> you can't be saying I'm a man of faith, I have faith. Where is the works? Faith must show by the way that you live. Somebody that has faith of God's prosperity will not go begging today. Now he says, you believe there is one God, you do well. Now, what many Christians carry, what we carry is we believe in the reality of God. We believe in, in his omnipotence, that's fine, but that's not faith. Faith is when you turn what you believe, you begin to dare great things by what you believe. Let me put it this way. Somebody that is sick in the body, 
and you are struggling to get up. Faith for healing will begin when every day you begin to make yourself do what you can't do naturally. If you can't get up, you force yourself up. Many years back, in the year 2006, our church ministry started, 2005. A month into it, we started September 2005, October 2005, I was challenged medically. And I saw doctors upon doctors, x-rays upon x-ray, MRI upon MRI. CT scan upon CT scan, all kinds of tests, all kinds of equipment. After all said and done, they gave me a bag of medications, many prescriptions. They said, this one, you're going to take it for a lifetime. This one, lifetime. This one, five years. This one, three years. This one, one year. Narcotics. The simplest of the medication they gave me was 800 milligram hypropofine. That is the smallest. We are talking about faith. I carry the bag of medicine. I look at it. I said, what is God's child doing with a bag of medicine, prescriber and unbeliever? This is an insult to redemption. Jesus, if you did all the miracles, all the healing in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, heal me. And I took the bag of medicine. It was on a Friday. I came out of my home office. The next bathroom that I saw was my children's bathroom. They were young, a lot younger then, but they all gone to school. I entered into the bathroom. I empty all of them. The liquid one, the tablet one, the capsule one, everything, bag by bag. I flushed. They didn't go. I clogged the toilet with medicine. <laughs> I waited, reloaded the water, flogged, didn't go. I dipped my hand into it. I brought a bucket. Then I brought everything out. I sat down because I was struggling to stand. I started flushing in pieces. Took maybe an hour. I finished flushed, flushing everything. While I was doing that, devil was telling me, you are going to die. This is Friday. Uh, by the time they even find out what happened to you, they won't be able to reach your doctor, your primary physician. You are dead. Several times I said, Satan, you are a bastard. Shut up your mouth. I flushed this thing. I went into my office, home office. Couple of times I shed tears. I said, The Lord, you have to heal me. 
you to verse 9. That is the last time I took those medicines. The affliction ended that weekend. What has taken almost a year. It ended. Now my question here is this. What is faith? I believe God can heal. Right? I will still be on those medications today if I did not flush them. Now, let me fill in the gap here. I know many people are going through challenges all over the world, situations. Grow your faith to the point that you can withstand the action-based faith. No matter what is going on in anyone's life, I believe if you will by faith in God's word and destroy the medicines, the power of God is able to heal, is able to save. But the question is that, will you do that? I say faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. So you grow in the deposit of faith to faith. Now, why do you have to grow in faith? If you toss your medicine, you don't have faith to sustain it, you're going to call them and ask for more. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. So faith is acting on what you believe. Now, I believe God can heal me, could heal me. I believe that. But this lasted for almost a year before I came to my senses in the Lord. I tossed the medicines. That was the end. Until you take steps based on what you believe in God, it is not faith. Somebody following me tonight? Now, the Bible says faith without works is dead. And in James chapter 2 and verse 26, James 2.26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Faith without dead, without works is dead. Everything you believe without action is dead. Without works, no faith. Can we read that? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Christianity without faith is like body without a spirit. Christianity without faith is like a car without an engine. Christianity is lifeless without faith. The just shall live by faith. So every prayer you pray that puts all the responsibilities on God 
and none on you is an irresponsible prayer. What must you do? What is your part to play? Christianity is accepting scriptural responsibilities for one's life. Every blessing of scriptures have conditions attached to them. Give to be given. Every promise, every provision of scripture has conditions. There's something I also need to stress tonight. We need to understand. Pastor was talking about Moses understanding the, understood the ways of the Lord. We need to understand his way to be able to enjoy his blessing. For example, it is God's will that none should perish. It is his will. But if you are too big to repent and confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can be saved. But it is his will. Are you hearing me tonight? So many at times we go by the will. The will of God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That anyone that believes should not perish and have eternal life. But if you are too big to confess him as your Lord and Savior, you are too big to be saved. So most of the times, religiously, we confess the will. It's good to know the will, but what is your responsibility? It is God's will for you and I to prosper. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. It is God's will for you to prosper. It is God's will for you to prosper. But if you stay there confessing his will and living in hope, you won't taste prosperity. It is his will for us to prosper. It is one thing for you to know the will. Now, it's another thing to know how to enter into the will. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that you and I can become rich. That is his will. But if you understand the will and you are not a giver, there is no way to prosper. Many Christians are celebrating seeds. They call it harvest. What many people are celebrating are seeds, not the harvest. May you be enlightened to know the difference between seed and harvest. If you are too religious to give, you are unqualified for God's prosperity. If you are too religious to give, unqualified for his prosperity. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7, ask, it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock and you will be open. For everyone who has receives, that is his will. But his way to enter his will is you must be a giver. 
So faith is what you do, not what you believe. Faith is what you do, not what is inside of you. Faith is, that's why I said, the just shall live by faith. So your belief becomes action. I shared something with you in the morning. I said, when I came to the United States, the Lord said to me, don't be engaged in secular employment. It takes faith to do that. Because bills are due every month. It takes faith to do that. It takes faith. Now, what's my attitude? Well, if God says so, he must have a plan for me. I was never tempted to look for a secular employment. That's dumb, but that is faith. You know what I found out? If you want to be smart in your senses, you will have struggle with faith. When you look at the heroes of faith in scriptures, they all, they did dumb things. Abraham waited a hundred years to have one son. One hundred was already a great, great grandfather when he had one. Then God now asks for the only one. That he waited 100. What if he had to wait another 100 to get another one? And he put a knife on his neck. God said, now I know that you love me. That was dumb and natural, but that was faith. Anyone that too conscious of their senses will struggle with faith. That was the problem of Naaman. Naaman would have missed his miracle because he thought the healing was in the water. He didn't know the, way, the healing goes with God's word. The prophet said, go hand deep in River Jordan. He said, Jordan? There, there were river Fapa. There was Abana. Great rivers in in Damascus, in Syria. Jordan almost missed it. When you hear God's word, when God speaks to you, please destroy everything in your senses. Don't mix your sense with God's word. Every time God speaks to you, his miracle is in the making. What is faith? Faith is the expression of your confidence in God's word by what you do. I pray tonight in the precious name of Jesus that the Lord will take you and I from one level of faith to another, to another in Jesus' mighty name. Only faith moves God. Only faith moves him. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 21, the Bible says, Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region, cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. The Bible says, But he answered her not a word. His disciples came and hugged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. 
But he answered her and said, I was not sent except to the Lordship of the house of Israel. She came again and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered her and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. I mean, I first saw these layers of obstacles. And she said, yes, Lord, even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus looked at her and said, oh, woman, great is your faith. Faith is stubborn. Faith cannot be hindered. Faith is stubborn. Faith cannot. This woman was desperate. She wasn't going to take no for an answer. God called it great faith. How desperate are you to receive your blessing from the Lord? This one was desperate. So faith is desperate. Faith knows it has to be God. Faith is not passive. Faith is active. This woman was, she refused all the, now can you imagine you're trying to see a pastor and the pastor's age. The people around the pastor says, this woman is making too much noise. Master, tell her to get out of this place. And she didn't mind. Then she looked at her. He said, I'm not sent to people that came from your, so he discriminated against her. I'm not sent to the people that came from your town. Then he said, what I have is for children, not for dogs. The woman said, even little dogs, even dogs eat from the little crumbs that fell from the table. She refused to be discouraged. Faith cannot be discouraged. I pray tonight in the precious name of Jesus that the Lord will take you from one level of faith to another level of faith, to another level of faith, to another level of faith in the name of Jesus. Faith is what you do, not what you believe. Faith is what you do, what you act upon. That is faith. This weekend, this program is put together for God to change your level. But God will need your faith. First, you have to believe God at every challenge in your life. In the next one year, you are coming back with a testimony. You have to know that nothing will remain the same in your life. Let's rise to our feet. I want you to stretch your hands unto the Lord. Is anyone in here tonight? In the story of Hannah that I read, something happened. Hannah was barren. Let me say, and, uh, and Penina will provoke her every year with her needs. But Anna stayed back and began to pray. Time of an encounter like this is a time of prayer. I want to lift those hands unto the Lord. What are those things, those areas in your life that you need divine intervention? Begin to express yourself to him in prayer. I want to begin to tell him. Open your mouth and begin to speak to the, to the Lord. Go ahead and be, begin to speak with him. Whatever you say is what the Lord will hear tonight.
open your mouth and begin to shout it unto him. I want to begin to tell the Lord, what are those things? It could be needs in the life of your children. It could be something that has nothing to do with you personally, but your loved ones. It could be a brother or a sister in the church. Now it could be all kinds of needs. Maybe you need a career change. You need a financial breakthrough. You want to be in your own home. You want to be maritally settled. Open your mouth and begin to ask Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to express it to him. Because we must pray before we receive. That means everyone that has receives. Open your mouth and begin to ask Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to ask Jesus. Lift up your voices and begin to speak to him. Make sure you are saying something to him tonight. Go ahead and ask him in prayer. Go ahead and ask him in prayer. Commit your needs, your desire to the Lord. Prayer is faith. It takes faith to pray. So demonstrate your faith tonight by beginning to ask the Lord in prayer. Lord, change my life. Turn my life around in one year. By the end of this weekend, turn my life around. In the next one week, turn my life around in the name of Jesus. Overnight, turn my life around. Overnight, turn my life around in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to ask Jesus. In Jesus' precious name.